Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast. I am your gracious host, Mitchell Brown. We got a lot to unpack today. We got to talk about um, the pig roast at Cornell University. We're going to talk about Valentine's Day and all the shit that comes with Valentine's Day. Um, Two dope queens. Johnny Menzel is trying to make a football comeback. It is All-Star Weekend. Uh, you got to say farewell to welfare. And unfortunately, um, we had another school shooting recently. That's 18 As th- that's eighteen at the time that I'm recording this. But um, we're going to get into all of that right after these brief messages. Hold tight. Support for this podcast is brought to you by OIA Brand. OIA has welcomed 2018 with a new collection, Money, Fear, Hunger. As with previous collections, OIA is dedicated to telling a story with each release. These three powerful words exemplify what drove Kevin Trix Bent, owner of Only in America, to create his brand. Making money was always on the top of Trix's agenda. With a strong blueprint set by his older brother, Living like the average person was not up for debate. With money on his mind, the fear of not obtaining the lifestyle he wanted would often settle in. Nevertheless, this same fear pushed him to go harder. When Trix gave birth to his vision for OIA in 2012, he had a new motivational pusher that went by the name of Hunger. When he became aware of his purpose, he became hungry for it and has been ever since. Now I own a few pieces from OIA brand and I love all the pieces that I own. I appreciate the quality. I appreciate the customer service that I received. So for a limited time only, a limited time only, if you use promo code HOODLOVESME, that's promo code H-O-O-D-L-O-V-E-S-M-E, you will receive 30% off. Yes, 30% off your next purchase. Go to OIABrand.com, use promo code HOODLOVESME, and receive 30% off. Now that ain't nothing to sneeze at. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Hood Loves Me podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, 
if you are not already a subscriber, if you if this is your first time hearing the Hood Loves Me podcast, thank you for investing your time into this wonderful production that we put on for you beautiful people. Um, but please subscribe. We're on SoundCloud, the Hood Loves Me podcast, um, Apple podcast, uh, Google Play Store, uh, on Stitcher Radio. We out here. Um, before we get started, I got to give a shout out. I got to give a shout out to to you guys. Um because uh i i i continue to get blown away by um the level of support that we receive i mean um it's 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 incredible right it's 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 huge so like you know it's it's we got people from the u.s all over the united states that, that listen to the hood loves me podcast thank you so much um but more recently um we get listeners in myanmar I didn't even know what the Myanmar flag looked like until I, you know, pulled up the stats. We got listeners in Myanmar. We got listeners in Spain. We got listeners in the UK. We got listeners in Portugal. We got listeners um, in South America, Canada. Yo, thank you. Thank you so much. Like, like I am, I am um, flattered. Like, I'm blown, I'm blown away that, you know, so many people all over the world, like, like, I've... I've never been to Yangon, Myanmar. You know what I'm saying? But um, the hood loves me out there. You feel me? <laughs> I want to know what the hood's like in Myanmar. Um, I know that they had Myanmar recently had had a had a had a uh, had an ethnic cleansing uh, issue. There there were all there were all types of crazy shit going. There's all types of crazy. I mean, there's all types of crazy shit going on in the world. But this crazy shit, like real life, people are losing their lives. People are being killed. People are afraid to go back home because, you know, they're afraid that they're going to be killed in Myanmar. And they take a little bit of time to listen to my podcast. That's dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because, you know, they don't have to. They don't know me. I'm not anybody that's, you know, famous in any true sense of the the concept of fame, how we view it or whatever. But, um... I appreciate y- y- your support. Um, you know, I started this podcast j- just as a way to talk my shit and and you know try to try to try to put people on, try to educate, try to try to you know create a dialogue, um, control our media space, right? There's there's about six companies that control all of media, and 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 you know we try to be kind of an unfiltered, unfettered source. Um, so if you get your news from us, thank you so much. I mean. I'm not much of a journalist if I mean, I'm not a journalist at all, but, you know, we we try to uh, conduct ourselves with some type of journalistic integrity when we do this podcast. So, um, yeah, man, listen, wherever you are listening to this from, wherever you are in the world, thank you so much. Thank you for your support. Um, You know, if you like the shit that I say, thank you for listening. Uh, you know, feel free to reach out to me um, on on Twitter at Mitchell Brown with underscore after the Brown. My name is spelled with one L, by the way, M I T C H E L B R O W N. Um, I know that Mitchell is commonly spelled with two L's, but I ain't common. You feel me? Um, so, yeah, same for uh, um, same for IG also at Mitchell Brown underscore after the Brown uh, one L. And, and, and Mitchell so yeah man you know if you got any ideas or or you know feedback and comments or, or what have you you know just reach out say what up that'd be greatly appreciated um so yeah I don't know if you guys are are, are aware but um 
most recently, Cornell University. Now, Cornell University is one of the eight Ivy League schools, right? Cornell, Princeton, Yale, Columbia, uh, Harvard, um, Penn, Dartmouth, and I'm missing one. Is it Brown? Whatever. Um, Cornell University, great school. Uh, their fraternity well, – okay, so one of their fraternities got into some hot water, right? So, so basically, in, in today's climate, all men in America are basically on two strikes, right? Um, and, you know, not, not that it's a bad thing because, you know what I'm saying, men have gotten away with a lot of shit for a long time, right? But this is an ultra-sensitive time, you know, with all of the Me Too movements and, and, and you know, the Time's Up movements and just, just like the general getting people up out of the paint because of all types of shitty shit that goes on. Shitty shit. Word. All types of shitty shit that goes on. Um, but some of the things... And it's probably easy for me to say because it's not shit that I deal with. But some of the things we kind of get a little bit carried away, in my opinion. So what happened at Cornell, uh, their Zeta Beta Tau fraternity is on probation after university officials were, were made aware of a sex contest where some frat members were conducting called the pig roast, quote unquote. So basically, um, there was an investigation. And in January, it found out that frat members uh, held contests where new members were encouraged to accumulate points by having sex with women, larger women, right? So, so you know, they'd have sex with big girls. I'd imagine this was consensual sex with big girls. Um, I, 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 I'm, I, I believe it was consensual sex, right? Um, okay, so the vice president of uh, the vice president for student and campus life, Ryan Lombardi. And this is according to the USA Today. Uh, Ryan Lombardi said in a statement that the fraternity's behavior was abhorrent. Right? Behavior that degrades and dehumanizes women contributes to a climate and culture of tolerance for sexual violence. Partially true. I, I, agree, I agree with that statement. So the punishment for these young men where they had to... to, to, to to, to go to a, a, a sensitivity training about sexual assault. I don't think this was a sexual assault issue um, if the sex was consensual. If you're having consensual sex with big girls um, and, you know, you're, you're shitty about it, you're doing it as, as a part of some contest. And, I mean, you know, you know the, the, the contest sounds pretty shitty. I'm not going to lie. Um, it, it said that, uh, um, new members were encouraged to, uh, to accumulate points by sleeping with women. If members tied, the winner was chosen by whoever had sex with the woman who weighed the most. That, yeah, that's shitty. Well, that, that, that's shitty. Like it's insensitive. It's mean. It's shitty. Um, 19 year olds. If you can't be shitty in college, right? When can you be shitty? You know, I'm not justifying their behavior. I'm not saying that, you know, this contest was warranted. I'm not saying that things like this should be allowed to go on. However, I'm saying that if you have people that are having meaningless consensual sex for shits and giggles to impress their friends and some mean-spirited joke that their friends are doing, 
the way you punish them is not by sending them to sexual assault training. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to send nobody to a workshop on how not to rape women if they are not raping women. I mean, if you're raping women, you should be sent to prison. That's another conversation. Um, but, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I think that uh, we've reached an extremely high level of sensitivity as it pertains to a lot of different topics. So our way of dealing with these topics, as opposed to talking about things that might be sensitive, that might be, you know, hard to talk about, that might rub people the wrong way. Because we don't because we dislike being uncomfortable so much, we banish people. Right. Yeah. The, these, you know, frat guys are assholes. They're douchebags. Most frat guys are assholes and douchebags, especially when they're young or younger. Right. Um, but like, what if like what if some of the guys like having sex with big women? You know what I'm saying? Is that really a bad thing? Like if you like, you know, because there are there are men. And women that like to have sex with big women. That that turns them on. You know what I'm saying? So what if you're a member of this fraternity and you genuinely like fucking big girls? Are you saying that you they, they, they are no longer allowed to fuck? You know what I'm saying? What makes a big girl a big girl? What's big to me may not be big to somebody else. Right. What if you know what I'm saying? So so like to like punish these guys for a stupid ass joke. Cool. You can punish them for that. You make them, you know, do some community service or or, you know, they, they also they also put the fraternity on probation for two years. Also, um, the fraternity said in in a statement that that the contest was not part of chapter sanctioned activities nor ones that the brothers were aware of. It's, 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 it's funny, you know, when the white frats, the, the, the brothers, you know, but, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, I, I, I guess Cornell university has to make the, the, the choices that are best for Cornell university. I just don't think that you should be sending people, um, to sexual sensitivity training because you run a contest where they fuck big girls. Right. I, I, I don't, I don't think that, um, I don't, I don't think that that's the way to get your message uh, across. Um, and yeah, I know, you know, we've got, you know, everybody's body shaming and, you know, you know what I'm saying? We can't fat shame and do all that. But come on, man. Some niggas like fucking big bitches, yo. And that's, you feel me? Like, that's all right. You know what I'm saying? That That's that's all right. I mean, like, listen, that, that begins to a whole nother different conversation about like, so like, how did they, so... How did these women find out about this, right? And and you know again, what constitutes big, right? Now now I know based off of whatever demographic you are, whatever side of the 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 race fence you're on, you know what I'm saying. Um, women that are perceived as fat to some may be perceived as thick to others, right? Um, I'm not ashamed to say that you know there are that you know there are some big women that's that's wild cute and 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 sexy and and i i have no problem with taking down a big joint but like big to who you know what i'm saying whatever it's just it's just it's 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 just so many questions but you know for cordell university don't don't play that shit they got a weight limit on on the type of women you can have contests on um what else seemed like a contest so 
again, I've stated this ad nauseum, and I will probably state this, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we do it live. You know, fuck it. Um, Valentine's Day was this week. Well, this past week that I'm recording this. I'm recording this podcast at the end. Of, I usually record this podcast at the end of the week, and we try to do like a weekend recap of all the shitty shit that goes on during the week. <laughs> right? So Valentine's Day was this week, and uh, me personally, what I what I gleaned, what I observed this Valentine's Day is, y'all motherfuckers is mad. Why y'all so mad? Like, well, secondly, I didn't know that there were so many relationships. You motherfuckers do a really good job of hiding your relationships throughout the year. Only to, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, holy shit, I have no idea this person was in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? So, so let's get one thing straight. Valentine's Day is not for men. Right? And that's okay. Because um, mad other days are for men. You know? Like, men... It's all right. But um, if if you're somebody, me, me, myself, for example, I'm somebody that's never been big on Valentine's Day. If you're like me and you're not big on Valentine's Day, you don't need to broadcast that shit. Don't nobody care. It don't matter to anybody else that, you know, oh, do y'all know what Valentine's Day means and what are y'all celebrating? And yeah, yeah, we know. And if we don't know, we have we have smartphones. We can figure out what 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 the where Valentine's Day comes from. Um, and and you know, at the same time, all you you know, Shantae's got a man at home, ass bitches. Like, we don't care. I, you know, but people, we don't care. I don't. I I know I don't care. But I'm happy that everybody else is happy. Like, if, you know, Valentine's Day is a big deal to you and, you know, you and your boyfriend and you and your girlfriend and you and your wife or you and your husband, you know, you guys are doing something special for Valentine's Day and you want to post it on your Instagram and all that. Yeah, word. No doubt. That's dope. Like, I'm happy for y'all. But if you're not happy for the person, like, don't try to s- step on their flowers. Don't, you know what I mean? Like, don't try to shit on somebody just because they're having a good time in their relationship and you're not. I think that's lame. Um, and, and, you know, we got enough negativity. You know what I'm saying? We don't need any more negativity. But a lot of y'all are mad. Chicks be mad. And I don't know why. I don't know why y'all so mad. Right? Um, especially on a day like Valentine's Day. It seems like, you know, I mean, I mean, the concept is good. It's a day that's centered around love. Right? And, like, it's not just love in, like, a romantic sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of awkward for dudes to be saying happy Valentine's Day to each other. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's about love. Like, like, like not just love for your spouse or your, you know, significant other. But, you know kids like back in the day when i was a child kids used to bring like them little cardboard you know them little them little cards you know what i'm talking about with like bugs bunny and shit on them you pass them out to the classmates you know you might put a lollipop or something on it you know what i'm saying just as just as something nice to do i think that for holidays like that even if it's retail holiday like a valentine's day um just you know you know being nice to people just be nice you know the world is fucked up. We got a lot of crazy shit going on in the world. We're going to talk about some of the crazy shit that goes on in this world also later on in this program. But just be nice. Right? Just, just, and I mean, listen, if you're miserable and unhappy, just fake it. Just smile and nod. So somebody else, because somebody else might be having a good time. Let them have a good time, yo. Don't be such a little bitch about other people having a good time. Right? Um... I don't know if you guys watch the show or, or, or have. So I just became aware that 
this was a podcast. Um, well, not this. Like, of course, this is a podcast. But um, th- th- there's a show, two two dope queens. Show comes on HBO. Um, you know, two black women. I wasn't familiar. Well, so 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 the 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 show is hosted. Let me let me start over. Um, the show is two dope queens. Comes on HBO, hosted by Jessica Williams and Phoebe Robinson. Is it Phoebe? Phoebe Robinson. Now I was unfamiliar with Phoebe prior to prior to watching the show. I knew about Jessica Williams. I'm a fan of Jessica Williams. I think she's talented. I think she's funny. I like her work. Um, the show Two Dope Queens, or or rather the the concept Two Dope Queens, started as a podcast with these two women on it. And you know they have the HBO show. Good for them getting you know to deal with HBO, and you know they allow them to to run their own program and do their show the way they want to do the show. Um, my only complaint with the show is that it sucks. The show is bad. The show is not dope. These two women might be dope, but the show is terrible. The show is, I mean, it, it, it's not funny. The, I mean, there are, there are parts of it where, where it's funny. And, and, and I'm, I believe it's, it's supposed to be some type of variety show where they have guests come on. Um, I saw the episode where they had like John Stewart and, um, I believe they had, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker on like another episode. And then they have some stand up comics come in and, and between time. And some of the stand up comics are funny. Um, but the show is just not funny. Like, like, like they're not funny in, in, in the show. Um, that, not to get all uh, Herbie Hotep or anything, but, but like the show just reeks of bedwintery. Right. Um, it's a lot of Shea Butter shit going on. You know what I'm saying? A lot of uh, 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 team swirl going on. Not that there's, you know, not that there's anything. I don't have a problem with that. You know, interracial dating, ball means love who who you want to love, do whatever it is you want to do. But um, damn, there was one episode where you know one of the women were talking about how her white boyfriend got on his knees and was putting lotion on her feet. Come on, like I don't know if that's supposed to be funny, or if you know you're just giving us a, a a slice of your personal life um but i i think the show's whack um not that these women are whack i know that jessica williams is is funny right um again like i said i'm not too familiar with with phoebe um hopefully i'll see her on something different than this um but because she's not funny on two dope queens um but hey, listen, man, it's their story, it's their show, and and you know they're quote unquote living their truth, right? So you know, more power to them. Uh, I just think that the show is whack, right? Um, and 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 you know, I, I I've only seen like one and a half episodes, so, so so like I might try to give it like another shot, cause cause like I want the show to be good, like I want the show to do well. I I appreciate the concept. I think I think the concept is 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 great. You got two black women hosting their own show together in the type of industry that's largely dominated by men and you know for some reason a lot of people think that women aren't funny, especially black women and that's really not true. Um so yeah, more power to these women. I I you know hope they do really 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 well. Um I wish I could say the same about Johnny Menzel. I wish I can say that I hope Johnny Menzel does really 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 well um 
you guys may have heard that Johnny Manziel is trying to stage a comeback where uh, he gets back on an NFL team. Now, most of you might know, if this is your first time listening to this show, thank you again. Uh, But I am done with the NFL, mainly because of how they treated our brother Colin Kaepernick. And um, yeah, so if Johnny Menzel gets a job in the NFL before Colin Kaepernick does, are y'all niggas still going to watch football? This, you know, recently we just had a Super Bowl. This was the first Super Bowl that I haven't watched since I became aware of what a Super Bowl was. Um, but again, if Johnny Menzel gets back into the league, are y'all niggas really going to still watch football? Right? Now, Johnny Menzel had all of his issues. Okay. I'm going to tread light. You know what? I'm, I'm not going to tread lightly. Fuck it. I have a huge problem with people blaming their degenerate behavior on mental illness. Mental illness is now the scapegoat for everything that is shitty. Johnny Menzel had an interview on Good Morning America where, where he was talking about, you know, he, he, he suffers from bipolar disorder and, and, and you, know, you know, he was self-medicating and all of this and all of that and all of this and all that. And, you know, listen, if he is in a better place mentally, I am happy for him. If he is making steps to, to, to become healthier mentally, I'm happy for him. But, dog, you're not going to blame mental illness for you bursting your girlfriend's eardrum when you punched her in the ear. You're not going to blame, you know what I'm saying? Like, like there, there needs to be a, a, a certain level of accountability. Um, you know, you showing up to, to, to training camp and, and like you're still hung over from the night before and all that. Like, you know, mental illness, come on, man. I don't know. I don't know. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I could give you the mental illness pass. But like everybody's trying to get this pass. Like, oh, I got mental illness. You know, that's why I'm so shitty. Nah, man. Nah. Nah. So like the XFL is coming back. I mean, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Johnny Menzel playing for the XFL or 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 like if he goes to Canada, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Um But like Menzel's been wilding. Like he's been wilding since he's been a quarterback. Since he's been in the NFL, he's been wilding. And and I mean honestly he's not that good of a player. Right. You know, you know, he, he, he said that uh, uh, he had a sense of entitlement about what he had accomplished at the age that he accomplished it. Yo, dog, you had a good college career at the same age that a lot of cats have good college careers. Right. And like people are really giving him a pass. Like if Cam Newton, who was a better college player than Johnny Menzel, obviously a better pro player than Johnny Menzel. But if Cam Newton behaved the way Johnny Menzel behaved. And then he did an interview on Good Morning America where he's talking about, oh, yeah, you know. I used to beat up women. And I used to show up to practice drunk because I suffer from mental illness. But Casby's trying to give Cam Newton a pass. You know what I'm saying? Cam Newton had some, had some trouble at the University of Florida his freshman year in, in college where he was expelled from the University of Florida. And to this day, we call him Scam Newton because of it. Cam Newton lost endorsements because he's stupid in front of hot microphones and, and, and he chuckled about a quote-unquote female asking him about routes. 
but we gonna let Johnny Manziel come back into the league, like after getting drunk and high and beating. Come on, fuck out my face. Alright, fuck out my face. Stop running up on niggas with all that whack shit. Speaking of stop running up on niggas with all that whack shit, um, s- some woman named Laura Ingram, uh, is trying to get her ratings up by talking shit about LeBron and and Kevin Durant. Right? Pause that. Rewind. It's All Star Weekend coming up this weekend. Um, if you've never been to an All Star Weekend, All Star Weekend is popping. If you know you're if if you're in the right circles. Oscar weekend is in Los Angeles. I'm sure it's gonna be lit. I'm sure it's gonna, you know, is 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 really really gonna be a really good time. Um, the NBA is amazing. All right. I know I say this often, but the NBA is really amazing. Like if you appreciate skillful athletes and you don't like professional basketball, there's something wrong with you. Like yo, these. These dudes are like like these dudes are so big. Pause. They're so skilled. I was watching um the Golden State Portland game the other day. And fucking Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is like seven feet tall. You know his arms are mad long. He scratches his knees without bending over. And like he's you know making shots from thirty feet away. The shit's not touching any. You know it's not even touching the rim. It's just so they're just so masterful. Right. And like there's so many good players that we don't even know about. Right. I, I appreciate the European uh, uh, talent, the influx of European talent. Right. Especially because like a lot of the uh, it's big men. So like Portland has a guy named Nurkic. I don't know his first name. Nurkic. And he's and you know, he's a big dude and he's he's a he's a big dude. But he's so skillful. He's just mad slow. But he's so skillful with the ball. And like uh, the Denver Nuggets have has a player that you know not all the people know about. His name is Jokic, and Jokic is Jokic is the truth. I think the other night he had like thirty seven, like like thirty seven, fifteen to seventeen, or something ridiculous. And and yo, the NBA is the shit, man. There's so many good players all all throughout the NBA. So All Star Weekend, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing like like you know three point contest, dunk contest. Of course, not the All Star game and anything like that because they don't play no defense. But it's just the spectacle of it. It's just the event of it, right? Which which is which is fantastic. Um, and I mean, again, you know, I'm saying shout out to all the people that's going out to All Star Weekend for the party of it. I mean, shit, it's just celebration, and, and you know, pe- people like to party around beautiful, rich, talented people. And Los Angeles is full of that, right? Um, now, 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 back to Laura Ingram. I, I'm not familiar with Laura Ingram. Um, from what I understand, she's a uh, she's a talking head on the uh, Fox News network. Um, but LeBron James and Kevin Durant, the aforementioned Kevin Durant, um, they were on. Uh, what's that with Kerry Champion? I, I'm I'm not familiar with what the name of the, uh, of the program is. Uh, it's where like you know. Uh, for Carrie Champion, who's damn good at her job, by the way. Um, she's an Uber driver, and she drives these cats around. And, um, you know, whatever. So, she has LeBron James and Kevin Durant in his car, and, you know, she's doing, like, a, like an interview, and they're talking about... Um, so, they start talking about President Pussy Grabber. And, um, you know, LeBron brought up something that made a lot of sense to me 
and um i'm not sure you know regardless of what your um regardless of you know where you vote politically what your stances are on like you know some of these topics in terms of politics but um is this the first time in history that we don't want our children to behave like the president of the united states Like that was a like like that was a damning remark in my opinion when you know LeBron said it. If you haven't seen the interview, check out the Kerry Champion interview with LeBron James and Kevin Durant. I it 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 might be a podcast. I'm not I'm not plugging anybody else's podcast for the free. But um, you can check it out on YouTube and shit. Fuck that. Um, but Kevin Durant said something like, you know what he's learned in basketball is um. If you're going to have a good team, you need a, you know, a good organization. And he feels right now the United States is going to have a good coach. Right. Um, One thing. That people do, especially people of Laura Ingram's ilk, you know, quote unquote, journalists and analysts and talking heads. um, Is this whole stick to sports narrative. So, you know, she got in some 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 water. She says something like, you know, shut up and dribble. Or something like that. Like, I don't. I don't think she's aware of what these NBA cats do, like for their communities and like through their foundations and like through their charities and you know, you know, different things like that. Yes, some some professional athletes are pieces of shit, absolutely. But not these guys. Not LeBron. Not Kevin Durant. Not you know Dwayne Wade. Not you know what I'm saying. Like 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 these 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 guys are athletes that we say we want our athletes to be. I challenge any any of you to find something that Kevin Durant, that LeBron James, that Dwayne Wade, that, you know, Carmelo Anthony, that Chris Paul um did illegally. Name one, you know what I'm saying? Like like this ain't like fucking back in the day where Cass was getting arrested and like like that's not today's NBA. I know for a fact that Dwayne Wade takes money, his own personal money, and he brings like a hundred people from Chicago to Miami every year to party. Cause I was in Miami one time, and you know, I, I was at some club, and it was a, a couple of niggas from Chicago in there, and you know, we 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 chilling, so we start talking. I'm like, Yo, homie, like, what what the fuck all these niggas from Chicago doing down here? And he like, Oh, we here with uh such and such and such with Dwayne Wade. I'm like, what? He was like, yeah, yo, every year Dwayne Wade bring like, you know, like like a like like about 50, 70, like 100 cats out to Miami for a, a weekend and you know what I'm saying? He he pay for everything. It's dope as fuck. That's dope. I know for a fact that LeBron James has an organization that sends kids to college. He pays for that. That's dope. These are these like we want our athletes to be like this. We don't want our athletes to be, you know, selfish. We don't we don't want our athletes to just shut up and dribble. That's not what we want. But that's the response whenever you can't compete intellectually. Because I'm pretty sure that Kevin Durant and LeBron James and you know all of these. Cats and Ambie. I'm pretty sure they did way more for their community than someone like a Laura Ingram has ever done for hers. Right. Um, 
so yeah i don't know if you know laura ingram is like tr- gonna try to get some ratings out of this but like this has been a common theme that has been ongoing whereas though you try to create some type of cultural war or like class war between the quote-unquote ungrateful athlete with you know the people of working class United States of America, whatever working class the United States of America is, you know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, yeah, come on. We want our athletes to be self-aware, to be more aware of the shit that goes on in their community. We want our athletes to use their influence for positive shit. We want our athletes to, to, to do that. So, you know, Laura Ingram, with all due respect, shut the fuck up. Um, now, a, a heated topic for debate is is um President Pussy Grabber. I say that as I get a as I get a notification on my phone about um indictments, Russian indictments, thirteen Russian nationals for interference. Wow. I guess I know what I'll be talking about next week. Um, but. I don't know if you guys know, but um, there, 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 there are cuts, cuts that are happening, uh, to 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 food stamps. So so you know, f- food stamps isn't called food stamps. It's, it's called SNAP. It's a SNAP program. I'm not I'm not sure what the acronym SNAP means. I'm not really gonna gonna look that up. You can do that on your own. We all have Google or access to Google, um, Google, um, but they are cutting food stamps. Because you got to pay for them tax cuts and shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to pay for them tax cuts. And the way you pay for them tax cuts is by taking the money from poor people. <laughs> oh, man. What a way to make America great again. All right. So White House Budget Director Mick Mulvaney likened the model to that of the dominant mail kit delivery service, Blue Apron, and called it one of the most innovative ideas in the president's budget. Um... I don't want to steal somebody's copyright. Mulvaney told reporters Monday, you actually receive food instead of receive the cash. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about what they are going to be doing. Let's talk about some of the cuts. So a summary, and and this is according to CNBC. Um, uh, Here's a summary of America's quote unquote food, excuse me, harvest box. So USDA's America's Harvest Box is a bold, innovative approach to providing nutritious food to people who need assistance in feeding themselves and their family, blah, 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 blah. So the Harvest Box, um, all, ah, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP. Participating households receiving $90 per month or more in benefits will receive a package of nutritious, 100% U.S. grown and produced food Approximately 16.4 billion households, excuse me, million, not billion, million, 16.4 million households or about 81% of SNAP households will be impacted by this proposal. 80% of people on food stamps. The amount of food stamps received per per household would be scaled to the overall size of the household SNAP allotment, ultimately representing about half of their benefits. Uh, This shit sounds janky. I wouldn't trust any of this. I I I I wouldn't try. What 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 are they gonna put like government cheese and shit in this box? Like what are they gonna put in in this box? 
Yeah, so what's up with like letting people buy food and shit? And like, you know what I'm saying? C- certain things, uh, I become more and more blown away by things that I thought was shit we all could agree on. Like, you know, child sex being bad. I thought that we all could agree on child sex being bad. But Roy Moore showed us that, you know, some people are okay with child sex. Um, and now we got this. Like, like I thought that, you know, families and households couldn't afford food. And, you know, we as a country have the luxury or have the means to provide people with food. $90? Yeah, we got hundreds of millions of, do- of dollars in planes that we make every year that the Pentagon says that they don't want, but we make them just in case they might change their mind. And like we trying to cut, we trying to make cuts from a family that receives $90 a month. $90, yo. It's not even $1,100 a year. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. So, yeah, if, you know, and listen, I miss the days where um, if you knew somebody that was on food stamps, you know what I'm saying? You body food stamps and shit. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, okay, cool. Whatever. It's technically fraud. But listen, man, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And and, and stealing is uh, the American way. Stealing in America is as American as apple pie. Um, th- th- the proposal would save $129.2 billion over the 10-year period between fiscal year 2019 and fiscal year 2028. The estimate accounts for about $2.5 billion annually in additional administrative funds for states. So basically what it sounds like this, this is going to happen is the government is going to cut these programs and they're going to put the rest of the bill onto the states. Now, if, if you live in a state um, that is a high-tax state like the state that I live in. I l- live in New Jersey. New York is a high-tax state. California is a high-tax state. It's going to cost the states a whole lot of money. Not only are these states very, very expensive to live in, um, but if you're not receiving federal tax money, that money's going to have to come from the state as well. So expect your taxes to go up. I know. I know. Your, your s- state taxes. And and like they had they had said that when, you know, the tax law was going to pass, they talked about how state and local taxes, salt taxes, if 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 you will, would go up um, because, you know, motherfuckers don't care about you. Right. Um, fuck it. Last story. Last story that I'm going to talk about is um, the elephant in the room that uh, that school shooting that 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 school shooting in Parkland, Florida. Um, It was the 18th school shooting this year. It's the middle of February. 18th school shooting. Right? Again, one thing I thought that we could all agree on is that kids should be safe when they go to school. I didn't think that child safety in school would be a political issue. It should not be a political issue. There's nothing political about kids being safe when they go to school. But some piece of shit, slime ball, white supremacist terrorists 
by the name of Nicholas Cruz. Um, thought it'd be a good idea to roll up in a school that he was expelled from with an AR-15 and shoot students and teachers. About 17 people lost their life. Even more people were affected, not just physically, but, you know, just the emotional aspect of it. Um, so when I do this podcast, we do this podcast live. Um, you know, I have like a list of topics that I want to talk about. Um, and I take some notes on said topic. And, um, you know, when I'm taking notes, for, when I'm taking notes for this, to- oh, excuse me. Fuck the Chicago Sun-Times, by the way. Um, but when I'm taking notes for this topic, you know, I use the wonderful internet and, and you know, there are a bunch of tweets from students that were there. Um, I read, you know, one exchange that was heart-wrenching. It was between these two brothers. Um, they were upstairs. Excuse me. One brother was was at a floor was was on a floor below his brother and they're texting back and forth because they're both afraid and they're not sure if this is the last time that they're going to be speaking to one another yo it's it's we don't we as a nation and like this isn't an nra issue you know what i'm saying like 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 people talk about the nra and and like the money that they give the politicians if you look up you know, the donor, it's really not, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's not a lot. Yeah, there are some politicians, you, you know, you know, your big wigs that, that get a nice piece of change. But like 12 grand ain't, ain't, ain't really going to change anybody's, you know what I'm saying? 12 grand ain't, ain't really going to do much. But, um, yo, it's weird how, I mean, like, you know, the typical bullshit, how like, you know what I'm saying? It's a white dude that did the shooting, so... He's mentally ill. You know, you know what I'm saying? We keep using, like, it's, it's people that really, really suffer from mental illness. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, just because a white dude's a piece of shit and he's a white supremacist and he kills a bunch of innocent people. Yeah, yeah, there is a certain level of mental illness there that is present, but the, but the mental illness is not what's to blame for this type of behavior he's just a piece of shit stop trying to find excuses as to why you know you know fucking white guys from nice areas are shitty some people are just shitty it's just what it is right but um this gentleman had training this gentleman trained with a white nationalist militia group in florida and I know I joke about Florida. I, I always I always joke about Florida, but this ain't the time to joke about Florida. Crazy shit happened in Florida, but crazy shit happened there. My question is, if a Muslim guy trained with a militia group and used that training that he learned with this militia group to kill a bunch of people, at a public school, how fast would that militia group be raided? How fast would the members be arrested? How fast, like, you know, I mean, I mean, even worse, like, like, like how fast would some of these cats be getting waterboarded? 
But now nah, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. It's, it's, you know, it's too early. It's too early. You know, our thoughts and prayers go out to. And yeah, for sure. Thoughts and prayers absolutely do go out to the people that were affected by it. Because this is bullshit. I mean, 18 school shootings, dude. 18? Dude, come on. Come on, man. When, when, like, yo, after all those kids got killed in Connecticut at that grade school and they didn't do shit. Like they're not gonna do shit, and like, yeah, and I mean honestly, oh, these is white kids. Like it ain't like it's it's you know what I'm saying a a, a a whole bunch of people at fucking Miami Northwestern High School or something like that. You feel me? Like it ain't a, it it ain't kids at uh uh fucking fucking Trenton Central High School that's shooting up. You know, that ain't it. It ain't a you know school at the south side of Chicago that's shooting. Nah, that ain't it, yo. These white kids killing other white kids. And we don't give a fuck. As a country, we don't give a fuck. And like, we blame it on this, my Second Amendment right. Motherfuckers don't even, yeah, it says you have the right to bear arms in order to run a well regulated militia. And the Constitution was written at a time when the technology was the same. So, yeah, listen, I'm not saying that the only people that should have guns are the government. Absolutely not our government ever. And I, and, and, and I don't mean our government is in Donald Trump's government. I don't think Barack Obama's government should be the only government with guns. I don't think that any politician in you know, any government in the United States should ever be the only government with, with, with access to guns. Yes, people should have access to to protect themselves. The second amendment was written so that people can protect themselves from tyranny caused by the police. So they can protect themselves from the government written at a time when the technology was the same in terms of the weaponry today, as it stands in 2018, do you honestly think that a civilian can have the same type of technology in terms of the weapons that the United States government has? There's no competition. Number two, how many AR-15s do you need? How many do you need? How many can you shoot at one time? I've never been a big fan of guns. I've never felt the need for a gun. Um, some people, you know, feel like they need it, and that's fine. But you don't need. You, nobody, no, no, no citizen needs an AR-15 to protect their family. And if you do feel like you need an AR-15 to protect your family, you might need to fucking move. Eighteen, eighteen kids got killed in school. Kids are getting killed in school. Kid, people are getting killed in church. And all these articles talking about Florida's shooting suspect showed every red flag. What the fuck? Stop running up on niggas with all that whack shit. Call dude what he is. Honestly, you're giving people with mental illnesses bad names by comparing this Nicholas Cruz asshole with people with legitimate mental illnesses. You give them a pass. 
right? And I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, like, like you know, there th- there are some 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 stories of amazing sacrifice and true heroism. R.I.P. to to a man named Aaron Feast. I hope I'm pronouncing his 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 name right. Aaron Feast. Aaron Feist was a um was a football coach at at this school. Um, he was also um a security guard, and um. He lost his life trying to protect, trying to shield, trying to use his body as a shield to protect other students. Like, listen, man. What do you want? Like, like, what more do you want people to do? What more do you want teachers to do? We treat teachers like shit in America. Teachers don't get paid enough to deal with the shit that they got to deal with now. But now all of a sudden they got to worry about not being able to go home to their families. Because we as a society fail to protect children at school. How is this something? How is this up for debate? How? There should be no debate. There's, like... And like, you know, after all the dust settles and, and you know what I'm saying, after all the all the all the crime scene investigation people leave and you know, once the school is open back up for business, how do we expect a fifteen year old to sit in history class? How do we expect these people to go back to school? How do we expect these people to ever function in in, in any type of normal sense of society? We expect somebody that survived a school shooting to be able to sit in an office at a fucking cubicle? How? Just the 18th mass shooting at a school this year. It's the second week of February. Third week of February. How? Honestly. And you're fronting. If you say that you care, you're fronting. If if you know you're one of these, you know, oh my Second Amendment, you're fronting. Guns make guns make killers out of pussies. I know, I know, I know for sure that Nicholas Cruz couldn't have stabbed seventeen people to death. I know he couldn't have did that. I know that he he couldn't have killed. 17 people with his bare hands. I know he couldn't have did that. I know he couldn't. I mean, just by looking at his face, like, he he looks like a pussy. That's another thing. This young man was arrested. Yeah. Killed 17 people, shot up a school, and they arrested him. I'm not even going to begin to talk about how Philando Castile was murdered in his car with his daughter in the back seat while wearing a seatbelt because the police officer felt like he was a threat. I'm, I'm not even going to talk about that. They arrested this dude. That asshole in South Carolina that shot up the church in South Carolina was arrested. 
I'm not going to talk about that. But now this shit's coming to light about, you know, these these like group chats and these messages and like, yo, get, listen, I'm no shit, man. Come on, dude. Yeah, he was a white supremacist. Yeah, he was anti-Semite, of course. Decent people, listen, decent people don't tool up with AR-15s and, and murder innocent people. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, they say, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, he was mentally ill. Come on, he's not mentally Yeah, I mean, I guess you call him m- mentally ill because he took pictures wearing a Make America Great Again hat. That might have been a sign for mental illness. But it's bullshit. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do about it. I know what we're not going to do. What we're not going to do is we're not going to do anything. It's going to be thoughts and prayers. Um, I... I, I I believe there's no scientific evidence that uh, the power of prayer has the power to stop a bullet. But, you know, we're going to try that approach anyway. Um, R.I.P. to the people that lost their lives in, in, in Florida. Um, but, yeah. It's some bullshit. Um, I don't want to end this podcast on a somber note because that is absolutely it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real national tragedy that kids can't be safe in school. I don't. I mean, I don't have kids, but goddamn, kids should be safe in school, right? But um, Black Panther's coming out. And from what I understand, Black Panther is popping. I haven't seen the movie yet, but Black Panther's popping. I, you know, I plan on going to go see it. I look forward to going to go see it. Um, I, was a, I, was, I was really, really into comics as a child. And um, I'd just like to see how, how accurate this is to the... Um, to the um to the comic book and you know i i appreciate cassis dressing up to go see the movie i think that's dope um a lot of people are haters a lot of y'all are haters out there we don't say shit when when you know grown people dress up as wizards and throwing them star wars costumes and shit to go see whatever harry potter movie or star wars movie that's coming out like yo if somebody want to dress up like king joffy joe fur mind your fucking business yo you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Y'all have fun on y'all trips to Wakanda. Because, again, like I said, I heard that this movie was 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 like that. You know? Now, with that being said, of course, listen, some people may not like it, and that's okay. All right? That's okay if they don't like the movie. Just because somebody don't like the movie, they don't make them a bad person. Just because they have a different opinion. They guess might have poor taste. And in the United States, people have the right to have poor taste. So, y'all take care of each other. Y'all take care of yourselves. Thank you for listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast. Subscribe on SoundCloud. Subscribe on um, Apple Podcast. Subscribe on your Google Play Store. And subscribe on to Stitcher Radio and wherever else you can find this wonderful podcast. Y'all take it easy. Yeet it!